Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. That's me, Kelly Singh, and this is the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast where today we recap week four. Let's do it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. So I'll kick off today's show recapping week four cards against the Panthers with a little quote from our team leader, Kyler Murray. After the game, he said, I know this can't last forever. We'll figure it out. I'm not making it a thing because it's not. We just have to execute. That's all it comes down to is being better. Everyone being better. And the context to that is he was happy with the win, but there's always room for improvement. And I agree with him 100%. This team, when you watch them and they are on fire, they're they're explosive. They're unstoppable. They're fun. So I hope this momentum keeps up. They're now 2 and 2 after their 26. They are now 2 and 2 after their 26-16 win over the Panthers and the defense was stellar throughout the game. The stats were amazing for our defensive line and the offense however took a little bit of time to come to life. It was looking pretty rough in those first three quarters with only 10 points coming out of the first three quarters. And then they came back energized, ready to win in the fourth quarter. So what became Uh, What was a nail-biter became a real victory dance with 16 additional points there in the fourth quarter. It's really something as you're sitting there watching and you're like, oh my gosh, 10 points, 10 to 16 at one point. And then all of a sudden you pull off another 16 points and it's all of a sudden 26 to 16 in your favor. 
And I mean, 16 points, that's a lot, right? That's two touchdowns. That's another field goal. That's however the math worked out. But a lot of work to squeeze into one single quarter. So hats off to the Cardinals as the team as a whole. It was like the entire roster was involved in this game. And really they were. Almost every single player had their number called to be out on the field at some point during this game. So that's true teamwork, if there's ever teamwork, right? All right, let's talk about some of the highlights this week. In the offensive spotlight, we have Marquise Brown. He finished with six catches out of 10 targets and 88 yards. I mean, that's good. It's nothing like crazy, like, oh my gosh, mind-blowing stats, but it's good. And that resulted in one of the touchdowns. So, of course, we're cheering Hollywood Brown for that um, offensive effort especially since he was listed as questionable prior to the game. He did go in and play. He performed. He scored. Super glad. We finally got to see Rondale Moore in this game. Uh, We haven't seen him all season, but here he is showing up with three of five receptions. It only amounted to 11 yards, and one of those passes was a seven-yard reception. However, a lot of the work he was doing was behind the line of scrimmage. So obviously, that's going to mess with the total stats, the total yardage, making it seem super small. However, he played a role and was effective in his own way, right? We also knew that with more returning, we would have less touches for Greg Dortch. Less receptions, less passes, less targets. Despite that, Dorch is still second in receiving yards and he is third in team receptions. So while he had kind of a season low in targets, he's still up there as, um, you know, one of the most productive players this season so far for the Cardinals. Now let's talk about our offensive line. The Cardinals offensive line didn't allow not one single, not one, (laughs) I can almost talk. The Cardinals offensive line did not allow one single sack, not one. Not one sack at all. And there was only seven, if I remember correctly, there were only seven pressure plays out of 33 pass blocking snaps. So that means the offensive line absolutely went in there and did their job, especially offensive tackle DJ Humphreys. He had quite an exciting game. And when all those pieces come together, Kyler gets to do his job. Our our pass catchers are catching, our rushers are rushing, and our quarterback is not hitting the ground. That's the kind of game that we want to see every single week from the Cardinals. When we talk about the defense, we have Isaiah Simmons, who has been playing consistently this season, um, and he had a, a high of 43 defensive snaps 
after only a total of 31 over the last two weeks. So he was in there. He was active. We had J.J. Watt, who on Wednesday reported that he had had an atrial fibrillation incident. That's a hard word to say. Atrial fibrillation? That's an incident with the heart where your heart goes out of rhythm. On Thursday, he says it was shocked back into rhythm and he played. He was questionable, but he played. And not only did he play, he played 79% of the defensive snaps, which is the highest for him um, this season so far. He uh, teamed up with Zach Allen for five pass deflections together. Two of those belong to Watt. Nine tackles and two hits on the QB. Because of those two pass deflections from J.J. Watt, he now has 66 passes defended in his career. That sounds like a really low number to me. I was kind of surprised, but 66 passes defended for um, a defensive end. That's the most since 1999. So, yeah, J.J. Watt's a really big deal as a defensive end. You certainly don't want to be seeing him on the other side when you're trying to make an important play because chances are he's going to defend it. He's on a roll. Let's keep it going, JJ. What else happened on the defense? We've talked before about Dennis Gardeck. He's been having a phenomenal season, and this game in week four against the Panthers was no exception. Gardeck managed a sack, an interception, a QB hit, and a pass deflection. So what do I take away from this? If you are playing IDP fantasy, meaning you're allowed to choose individual defensive players, you should look to see if Dennis Gardeck is available. If you're playing against seasoned IDP players, he probably is not, but maybe he is. You're going to want to snap him up because I don't see this streak with the defensive plays ending. He's He's been on a roll. I know I've said that about several players already, but it's true. He's been on a roll. So like I said, when this team gets going, they are fired up. They're unstoppable. They're fun to watch. It has great momentum. And as we go into week five against the Eagles, I hope this continues. I mean, the Eagles, they had a great week last week. It started out pretty abysmal. And I thought, man, they really stink. They're they're undefeated, right? And then all of a sudden, they came back with a vengeance. So the Eagles are out there with something to prove for sure. I don't think it's going to be an easy matchup by any means simply because of the heart of it all. The Eagles have this major momentum behind them. The Cardinals... They've they've been winners before. They know what it's like to win. They're finding out what it's like to not win as much. Um, but they're healthy this week too, which I'm going to get into here in a second. So they're healthy. They're ready to play. And then you have the Eagles who are out there just 
killing it, especially if you have Jalen Hurts for fantasy points. That was, you know, another stellar week for Jalen Hurts. Injury report. Let's talk about our injuries. We had several players questionable going into the week four game. We had uh, Zach Ertz, questionable. Zaven Collins, questionable. Rondale Moore, questionable. Marquise Brown, questionable. Matt Prater, kicker, questionable. These are a lot of key offensive and defensive and special teams players, all questionable going into week four. However, they all ended up playing except Matt Prater, who has a hip issue, and it looks like he's still questionable going into week five. Um, as of what I'm seeing right now, I don't expect him to play in the week five game, but that's okay. We have a perfectly good backup kicker, and things are going to be fine. Not very worried about it at all. Are you? What are your thoughts as we go in to week five against the Eagles? I've been here rambling, sharing all of my recaps on the offense, on the defense, on the offensive line. It's just um, when you have a week like this where you have a lot of highlights to share, it gets kind of rambly, but the excited kind of rambly. I want you to now ramble to me and hit us up on Twitter at SickPodKelly or and at Kelly and Phoenix, and we will answer your questions. We may share your quotes, your photos. We've been doing a lot of that lately, a lot of fan input, and that's been really fun. Talking about fans, we got several tweets following last week show. It was the Thursday show going into week four with Donnie Druin, who writes um, as a beat writer for the Cardinals. And he gave us kind of a peek behind the curtain, a little inside look at what it's like to be in the Cardinals press room when the hard questions are being asked. And several tweets came in saying that was the best show yet great guest, great episode, great discussion. So thank you so much, everyone who took time to reach out, including one of our regular viewers and listeners, Bill. Bill not only sent a nice compliment about last week's show, he also sent me a tweet saying he won a six-leg parlay, which if you know anything about sports betting, you know that a six-leg parlay is not easy to win. Well, he had a single game, Cardinals versus Panthers, six-game, six-leg parlay with Cardinals winning on the money line, uh, Cardinals over 11.5 points, the Panthers under 32.5 points. Whew, that was – that was uh, – a lot. I'm so glad it didn't get to that. Um, and then um, he had different passing yards for Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray rushing yards. Well, 
needless to say, it hit. He won. He was really excited and thanked the show and me and my guest, Donnie, for, you know, chiming in and giving some insight into what's happening in the Cardinals locker room. So, Bill, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I love to see your wins and hear your thoughts for improving the show. Anybody, just tweet us up. Let us know what you want to see. Um, not only did we get lots of tweets and interactions in that way, I got tons of texts from friends who wanted to know what my thoughts are as the Cardinals are now two and two, either playing spectacularly or playing spectacularly bad. And I told them, you know what, tune in on Tuesday and hear my recap because that's how you'll know how I feel and what I'm sharing and what our listeners are thinking as well. Not only do we have this Tuesday recap every week, we also have a Thursday show where I have a special guest that gives you some insight into the upcoming game. I'm hoping to have a Jets fan on this week. I've got a couple feelers out. So we should, why did I say Jets? I'm hoping to have an Eagles fan on this Thursday so we can get some insight on what Eagles fans are thinking as they go into this week five game against the two and two Arizona Cardinals. And yeah, that's that's really it. This recap show is not meant to be super long. I hope it is a nice bite-sized part of your day. And again, yeah, reach out. I'm at Kelly and Phoenix on Twitter. The show is at SickPodKelly on Twitter. We have an Instagram where my team puts together amazing graphics of quotes, happenings, snippets of the show. And of course, you can watch the space if you want to, along with my special guests on Tuesday and Thursday every week. So yeah, thanks for joining me. And I will see you on Thursday at the Sickest Arizona Podcast. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.